Yo, family, friends, welcome back. Second episode of the day, Orange Cast Edition, Tennessee Volunteers. We're in your ears. We're in your speak ears. In your, I'm gonna stop. I was trying to rhyme there. It wasn't working. That went a little bit towards the direction of Jim Harbaugh's weekends, if I have to say so myself. I'm very sorry to, to loop you in there, but it almost went that direction. I'm going to stop doing bad, So uh, it's official. I am signing the contract. I'm no longer going to do the introduction for the podcast. It's now you. <laughs> I am forfeiting my rights. All right. <clears throat> Does not matter. Let's talk Tennessee. A lot of a lot of context surrounding Tennessee. Before we do, make sure you hit like and subscribe. Make sure you're telling family and friends. Um we really do love hanging out with you. We appreciate you being on the ride with us. It's a lot of fun. Um, again, YouTube is 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 growing. Our uh, our podcast platforms are growing. It's really neat to watch. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Continue to tell people about it. Tennessee home home game, second home game this year. <laughs> <laughs> First home game in Newland Stadium. <laughs> yes, yes. Hosting Austin P. Listen. I like Austin P. I do. I I I really really do. I like that Austin P is going to be able to collect a check, and you know we're going to be able to provide you know money to those guys. But gosh, get this game off of our schedule. Yeah. Uh. It, yes, it's good before Florida, but you know what? We could also take a group five over this. I mean, give us MTSU. Give us whatever. Beside the point. Rant yeah. over. It is what it is. As of yesterday, I was not able to find a line on this game. Yep. Is it? Is there still no line on it? Like people no are just saying, like, here. yeah, Vegas yeah, is like, Vegas, Vegas not going to make this easy for you. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're not going to give you money over this. Yeah. Well, there's some there's some context, you know, surrounding this. <clears throat> Hypel has come out and talked about Cooper Mays as of today or yesterday, I forget, saying that he will be out this game so that he can be back 100 percent for Florida. Did you see that? I did hear that, and and my eyes really went up on that because that's talk about some some maintenance. Some you know, this is uh, basically NBA, modern NBA with with your starters sitting out, getting back to health. I know that he's not sitting out by choice. Uh, I know that he was cut on. I know that he had a procedure done, and I know that's always serious and and can always shorten your career if you're not careful. So yeah, uh, but but again, sounds like serious maintenance. I'm. Because it's Austin P, I'm cool with it. Still would like for Cooper to have hit someone else other than some a brother in orange uh, before going down to Gainesville. But again, if it's anybody on that offensive line, almost anyone on the team, for that to be their first game, I'm going to trust Cooper Mays. He's been he's been picture perfect for this offense really since the the ride started with Hypo. If if you want to say that, I think uh, he's he's just he knows what's going on. He he really does drive the tempo. Quarterback, the offensive line, all those things are true. I just hope he's ready for a little bit different animal, even though Florida could be down. Agreed. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's hard to talk about Tennessee Austin P outright and just say, you know, what we think is going to happen. So we're going to have to come from this on a different approach, which will still be fun. So let's talk about, like, what are the things that we want to see? I want to lead this with a question for you. How much time do you want Nico to get come Saturday? I'd like to see him get a quarter uh, personally, and and I, I'm totally cool with more. Um, but I think when – and I say a quarter because I think when your quarterback room is so low on numbers that it's not the worst idea if you get Gaston Moore, maybe Shuler, 
to split the fourth quarter or something like that. You know what I mean? Not that, not that they should be relied on this season. Uh, if you can keep Joe healthy, if he can also do the part on his own to keep himself healthy. Um, and then if Nico can do the same, I mean, you can't say much about Nico yet due to his very limited action, but it looks like he'll be very aware in the pocket when things come his way, just based on what we saw last week. Um, so again, it should never come to that, but I'm okay with it. If it does, um, getting those guys part of the fourth quarter, maybe early third, if we're just, you know, really put, depending on how much we want to pour it on Austin P. Um, but I definitely want to see a minimum of a quarter for Nico. So he's already burned one of his four games. Yeah. All right. So he, he came in against Virginia. If he's going to play in this one, I want it to be significant amount of time. I at least want a half. That yeah. might sound I want, I want like a running, stretch. I want him running offense. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it might sound like a stretch or, you know, what, what, whatever. But listen, if you're going to do it, make the time significant, especially with the the running clock situation now. I don't know that a quarter is enough. You, you're, you're potentially right. you could potentially be looking at two drives, right? And I would sure. like to see him. I'd really like to see him with a lot of this first team offense. Yes. If, if he can get in at the beginning of half, and if he can do it with first team O, I think that's a really ideal situation. So that way you can be prepared if Joe goes down for whatever reason. We 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 proved in the Virginia game that we're going to run Joe. Oh, yeah. And every time he took off running, I was like, oh, God, slide, 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 <laughs> yeah. slide, get down. Yeah. Because N- Nico's not ready. No, and, and and are we really going to rely on a Gaston Moore to go down to Gainesville and and pull it off? I mean, I'm not. No, even if, if even if Nico is is turning around and and hang it, handing it off, like if it's designed halfback dives, halfback stretches, you know, counter gap stuff like that, fine. Let him get the snaps against yeah. a full crowd in Neyland Stadium against a team that's not an orange. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it, mm-hmm. if you're going to burn second game, so he can still preserve his red shirt, make it significant amount of time. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't understand the problem with that. But what that's going to entail is dominance in the first quarter, right? Like you, yeah. you, you, you want to build. I mean, it might feel like a stretch, and it might feel like I'm asking a lot, but I don't know that 28 or a four score. We'll say a four score difference coming at the end of the first quarter, <clears throat> realistic. But I think that's ideal where you can, yeah. you know, hey, first first snap of the game, take a shot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Give give Ramel a chance to to bounce back after, you know, the 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 I almost said costly, the the drop that everybody's talking about, you know, against Virginia. Let it rip, you know, get get Jalen right the touches, get him out. Get mm-hmm. Jaylen, uh get Jabari Small the touches, get him out. Let Dylan Sampson get a little bit more. I'm okay. Yeah. You know, uh Hypel was talking about this, was it 40, 40, 20? Ratio amongst the backs. Let let Samson be the forty, and you know what? Ideal situation. You can get a Khalifa Keith in there, especially a Cameron Seldon in there. Yes, I want to see him early. I want to see Caleb Webb early. I want yeah. to see Chaz Nimrod early. There's a lot of guys in that receiver room who I think we would. It'd be great to see those guys early because there's not much of a drop off when you consider the opponent that is Austin P. Precisely. Precisely. I want, well, I, I say that I want, I want to see what Selden, Sampson, I think we know a, lo- a lot of what he can do, but I want to see those guys with more of your first team pieces or as much as possible. I also don't think you're asking for too much just by saying 28, 28 point lead, first quarter, early second, whatever. Think about 
think about UT Martin um, last year in 2022. Joe came in. I'm going to say Joe came in before half. Um, I don't I don't know that for a fact, but it was early in that game. He got as much time in that game as he did all year. Um, it's also worth noting that Topple probably wanted to rub that game in Jason Simpson's face as much as he could. There was not a lot of pleasure with how Ty Simpson and that family handled the recruitment. But mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that'll be a factor on on, uh, on Saturday this week. But you know, it's not too much to ask. You've got to get your team ready for whatever comes along. You got to get Nico the touches because he's obviously you've you've built your entire future around him starting in 2024. Uh, you know, ten games away from now, you've built your future around the guy. So I think you get him as much time, like you said, as you possibly can, and and see what you got. And, and I especially like your points about the receivers. I'd like to see Caleb Webb, Nimrod maybe Nathan Laycock early, man. I mean, get them in action early because you're talking about those guys also being a very big part of your rotation 2024 and forward. Yeah, totally agree with you. Now let's shift to the other side of the ball. Yeah. Let's talk Keenan Peely and his absence. A little more unclear in line of the Cooper Mays situation. We're expecting now Cooper Mays to be back by Florida. Now we're expecting Keenan Peely to be allowed – at least a couple of weeks, air quote, air quote. You know what? I said this over text with you. I don't think this is the worst thing. If it's going to happen, I think the timing is actually really great because you can go out and you can now start Arian Carter, right? Mm -hmm. And you can give him all the snaps. Well, or you can treat him like a first stringer, I I should say. You can give Elijah Herring a ton of snaps, which he got last week. You can tap down into the Jeremiah T. Landers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And whoever else is 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 there in that linebacker room. Not the worst thing. I do think that we're going to miss his his leadership on the field, even though we're not quite sure what that looks like because we only saw you know a, a game um, on his belt. But not the worst thing. What, what do you what do you think about the absence of Pilly? Hate it for him so bad because you know unless this came down to a medical red shirt and and listen, the guy's been in college football for seven years. Unless this came down to a medical red shirt, this is it for him. So I hate for him to miss time. I hate the negative impact that it could have for Tennessee. It obviously will not tomorrow. Um, I originally said when we were texting about it that I'd love to have him back for South Carolina. I don't think that's on the table. I think Hoppel mentioned something about eight weeks. I don't know if he's – I don't know wh- where he's coming from there. If he's being realistic, if that's the actual time frame, if he's being optimistic and it could be longer. Or, again, he could be throwing a curveball and he could be back in a few weeks. Who knows? That hasn't really been Hopple's MO though. Yeah, it's has not. it? It's not been. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's he's usually not doing that. So hate it for Peely. Don't love it for Tennessee. But like you said, the timing really couldn't be any better. Um, Caleb Perry's another guy that you'll probably see get a lot of time. Yeah. I think Herring and Beasley will start the game. I think Beasley let him get his fill however much time he wants and then cut it in about half mm, <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Protect yeah. him at all costs heading into Gainesville and, and getting ready for UTSA their offense, and South Carolina's offense later in the month. Um, sorry, sorry, Aaron. I know you practiced all year for this for the season, but we're not going to take our chances with you tomorrow. Uh, we're just not going to do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not the worst timing at all, like you said, and a lot of young depth that can really benefit from this time on the field. Absolutely. I want to talk defensive line and secondary before we close this thing out. I would love to see – Caleb Herring with a ton of snaps. 
uh, Davin Hobbs with a ton of snaps. I would love to see rotation at the safety position. I want to see Christian Charles. Yeah. I want to yeah. see Turrentine. I want to see us tap down into the Christian Harrisons. I want I want to see us get down into rotation of the cornerbacks. This is a great opportunity to do it. You're you're not going to get another opportunity like this because let's just be truthful. Yeah, we're going to host UConn, but there's a talent gap between UConn and who are we playing? Austin, Austin P. P. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, so. I don't know that you can quite do what we're asking against UConn. I, I, I think UConn's going to be a blowout. Okay, but yeah, for sure, greater talent deficiency with with Austin P. Uh, I think more than anything, I would love to see De- Davin Hobbs and Caleb Herring get like seventy percent of total snaps. I, I would love to see yes. that snap count really, really high for them. Again, really want to see. I don't want to see Jalen McCullough. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's really what it is about safeties. Like we know we, we he's been in college football longer than Hunter Renfro has been alive. Okay. Yes. It is what it is. All right. Trayvon flowers is, is, you know, watching the game on Saturday and he's like, dear God, make a change. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's texting Tim banks on the sideline. He's like, Hey, there's other, Oh, banks is like, Oh my gosh, we do have other safeties. I forgot. <laughs> Make a dang change. I mean, it's it's Austin P. Like, if Jalen McCullough doesn't know by this point what to do, how to make the play, you know, whatever, is is him not playing all this game really the worst thing? I mean, the dude's ready for Florida. Okay, he's ready. He's been he's been ready for Florida since he came in in the 2012 class with you know with all those other guys, AJ Johnson, whatever. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. Ran over. Tell me what you want to see on the defensive side. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I want to see Ricky Gibson. I think he's the the first. I think he's the um the youngest corner that is making the most noise. So when we get through Warren Burrell, we get through Kamal Hatton and Nico Slaughter and potentially Judy Lolly at corner. I want to see Ricky Gibson out there or whichever freshman has made the most noise of, of the three or four that came in. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see more Judy Lolly uh, because it felt like he didn't get the time you would have thought he would have got last week. Um, I'd like to see those things. I'm totally with you on the safeties. Could not agree more with the defensive line as well. Build this lead up, man. Protect our, our starters for, for Gainesville and for South Carolina coming in later. And then the, the, the gauntlet that early October will be, early and mid-October. Protect those guys for that. Build up these youngsters that we're all so excited about, like David Hobbs, like Caleb Herring, and and others that we're not even mentioning. Um, yeah, get them out there, man. Get 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 the lead up to twenty eight thirty five, and then if 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 that allows Happy State to score some points because you're working in some young guys, so be it. I mean, you have nothing to lose. You got nothing to prove this game other than mm-hmm. that. You know, the only thing that I that we could really do is is feel worse if Joe's not on or if the the run game's not there like it was last week or whatever. We're, we're not going to feel better. We're going to feel right. worse is, is really right. all we have to gain. Right. Uh, so, yeah, give me the youngsters and let's let's build for later this season when we're going to need those guys. Let's build for the future when we're going to be relying on those guys. Yes, yes. Let's land this plane and let's end it by talking about the new smoky gray uniforms we got dropping on Saturday. It is a tribute to the artful Dodger known as Condridge Holloway with a combination of the smoky gray element. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. 
Not the worst jersey I've not, ever seen. Not as bad as when this popped up in stores in the offseason. Not not yes. that bad. So whether that's, yes. that's with the pads filling out the jersey or whether that's with you know the lighting, whatever, it's better than that crap. It's not as good as our official Smokey Greg uniforms, but it's way better than Adidas's attempt at the Smokey Greg uniforms via 2013. Yep. Dear heaven, Lord, good God almighty. Cannot believe Adidas is still making football equipment jerseys. Just here's, um, can I say it? Can I do it? Yep. Adidas, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are, stop. Don't do it Please. anymore. Quit, quit your day job. <laughs> yeah. Do quit anyway. your day job. Quit your day job. Uh, anyway, with all that said, not my favorite, not the worst. Um, I think if you're going to make a tribute to Conjure Holloway, do it in a game and do it with the traditional orange and white look. I don't know why you have to yeah. put the smoky gray twist on it. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I hope I hope to goodness he at least signed off on the jersey that it is uh, because it's what 51 years to the day yeah. on Saturday. Is that correct? I believe That's so. That's a yeah. long time. Uh, that's obviously just a just another element to Tennessee's tradition on the football field that people don't recognize enough. Um, but again, I hope he at least at least signed off on it. I hope he loves it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why you don't just do it in a modern way with the white and the orange, like was done probably on the thirty-one year anniversary twenty years ago, roughly whenever Tennessee yeah. did this before. Yeah, uh, do it that do it with that because that was Adidas and it was not great. Can't imagine how pretty it would look in that Nike twist that we get these days so yeah uh yeah not my favorite neither here nor there glad that it's not going to be against you know texas a&m or south carolina oh so agreed pop out your blacks for one of those games probably is what we'll do is get those black uniforms out uh probably whatever game we maybe feel like we need them the most because it's not going to be georgia it's not going to be florida it's not going to be alabama for one it won't be on the road for the other it doesn't seem like this administration wants to do that going forward against those teams. If we're going to continue the black jersey idea, I think I know where it's going to make its appearance. Probably the last Saturday this month, wouldn't you say? No, I don't think it's that one, actually. Okay. Okay. I think it's going to be against South Carolina. Yeah, that's 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 what I meant. September 30th. Oh, I heard Saturday of the year some for some reason. All right, listeners. Gotcha. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Yeah, no, South no, no, Carolina. No, no, no. I was thinking. I was thinking you were getting to Georgia. No, I, I think it's the South Carolina game. And let's do a whole thing where, like, we have a funeral at the end and and whatnot. Anyway, I don't. Okay, don't want to get too far ahead. Whatever. Don't hate them. Don't love them. And it's not because I'm a traditionalist, you know, which I am. I love the orange and white. I think it's to be a great opportunity to make this tribute to Conrad Holloway in the orange and white. Allow Nike to do it and do it really, really well. Again, Smoky Gray influence is not the worst thing. I am sad to see the old Smoky Grays go. Don't know what's going to come of that, but you know, whatever. Keep winning, and you know, ultimately, I'll be all right. That's right, man. Win the game, and I'm not going to complain. No complaints for us. Well, that's going to be the end of the episode. Are you going to take the over or the under on this Austin Peak game? I know we don't have a, a betting line. Do we actually have an over under? No, it's a joke. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure because I'm probably taking the under. To be honest with you. <laughs> let's let, let's do this. Give me a final score. <clears throat> Ooh, okay. Um, I'm gonna say fifty-six to six. 
56 to 6. Dan says 59 to 10. And I just referred to myself in the third person, which could either go really poor or really great for the volunteers on Saturday. Remains to be seen. Thanks, you guys, so much for hanging out with us. I've been, we've been recording for too long at this point. I need to get off. Appreciate you guys so much for hanging out with us, for letting us tickle your ears. We love you guys. We find so much joy in, in, in doing this together. This is year two. Beginning year two, basically, of Pandemonium Reigns, it's been a journey, a joy. It's really cool when you're like, yeah, I have a podcast. Absolutely, it is. Are you look at you from, like, you have you a podcast? Show, uh, exactly. You're the guy from, uh, and yeah, you know, one day that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, with that said, make sure you hit like and subscribe on this video to this channel. Uh, get us wherever you get your podcast. If you're watching right now on YouTube, if you're listening on pod, uh, podcast, I would just I just want to tell you, if you've never seen us before, we are as pretty as we sound. We love you guys. I'm Dan. He's Mike. This is Pandemonium Reigns. God bless. Go Balls. Go Balls.